Bravo! You found the audio version of the Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego podcast, a live YouTube show broadcasting every Sunday in which your host, Lena Sultana, brings together a cracking bunch of people to talk about the amazing events at which we embrace the fandoms that we love. This is Season 6, Episode 3, and this week we talk with Shane Chepsey, the organiser of the ICE International Comics Expo, soon to be held in Birmingham in the UK. In just a few weeks' time, esteemed comics pros and thousands of eager comics fans will be descending on the city's conference and event centre, and Shane talks us through what it's taken to get there over the past four years, along with what the future could hold, not just for his show, but for the UK comic convention landscape. I think it's a great chat, and we hope you enjoy If you enjoy what you hear on the show and you want to hear more, you can help us keep doing what we do by supporting us on our Patreon page. Please head to patreon.com slash EnglishmanSDCC to find out more. there welcome along to talking con a cup of tea with an englishman in san diego my name is lena sultana and each and every sunday at uh, 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern 6 p.m gmt while the time zones all match together uh we have ourselves a live show where we talk uh, comic cons con culture and all the fun and games that happen around it um we get ourselves some fantastic guests and uh, we allow you to ask as many questions as we can uh, by jumping in on the youtube q a so do have any comments that you have about our guests anything that you want to put to them and of course anything that you want to talk about today uh, because uh, we'd love to hear from you and we want to try and make it as interactive as possible i've got the laptop a little bit closer this time so i can actually interact and uh, jump in with any of your comments so please jump in on those of course if you're listening online as well on mixler.com slash englishman sdcc we have the chat room open on that as well so if you want to make any comments do let us know but uh, i'd firstly like to introduce our special guest for today we have uh, somebody um who uh, it's always a pleasure to see we have Alyssa franks from the friends of comic-con forum hello Alyssa. how are you You are a special guest. I'm well. Oh, I'm a special, a special guest. guest. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, yes. Uh, usually, yes. Regardless, regardless. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing actually very, very well. Um, I will say that if people do want to join a buying group, now is the time to get on the forum and start, uh, start the process. Make sure you're signed up you know, all of those types of things, because we do have a poll running and we are kind of expecting um, uh, pre-reg, returning reg to be happening sometime in the next couple of months. And, and we're getting, in, we're getting our act together weeks, for it. Uh, by all Just accounts, to, it's, yeah. uh, it looking like they'll be doing it very much sooner rather than later this time around at CCI. Uh, and that's a wonderful fight. And I think that's great. Um, so, you know, just make sure that it's on people's radars to, to start the pro start the process, start thinking about it, make sure you've got all your ducks in order. You got your buying groups sorted, you got your friends and all of that sort of stuff. So that's, uh, you know, that and, and getting, 
um, I'll go. I'll go into it a little bit later. But uh, getting all of that no sorted no, it, has it, uh, been the top of my priority. Down, of course, down to a couple of CCI announcements. So certainly, when it comes to, uh, I think there was child registration, which has prompted some of this as well. Uh, I believe that um, timetable runs out in the next week, week and a half. Uh, so yeah, it's all kind of scheduled around that. We did have conversations with CCI at Comic Con uh, San Diego this year, and they were saying that they were wanting to uh, return back to a previous timetable sooner rather than later so that's we can't say from that at least we get ourselves organized uh, quicker than we can so that's good and we also have somebody who appears to have disappeared off the screen but i think that's because he's just getting himself nicely settled uh we have uh, shane Tetty <laughs> from uh, the ice international comic expo uh, from birmingham hello uh, shane how are you Hello, guys. I'm uh, very well, thank you. I was just uh, sorting out my other bit of technology that I've got here because well, I wanted to be able to access the, uh, the website while I was talking to you. Today. Final stretch mode at this point. I can imagine that you are keeping your eyes on everything that's happening at the moment, uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Um, First, Very first much I just so. wanted to uh, remind people, uh, if you do want to support the website and everything that we do on the Hangout, please do uh, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash EnglishmanSDCC. Uh, as part of the Patreon giveback, starting this week, uh, we are going to be doing a live stream from 730 uh, here in the UK. Uh, and I'll be talking for anything between two minutes to two hours i don't know until i decide i'm bored um and so basically if you are a supporter of the patreon we'll be doing a live stream and we're going to be doing that as an after show uh to the uh, the hangout each and every week so if you do support do come along and join us and talk to us i think i'll probably be talking about um various controversies that have been kicking around in the uh, comics stratosphere over the last seven days 14 days so i'll probably be diving into that um so yeah i'll just basically be talking about anything that kind of comes to mind um various um pop culture announcements i don't know whatever we get up to do join us on the patreon page though uh, that live stream will be happening around half past seven this evening Right. Um, looking at the chat room, we've got one or two people who are in there already. We've got uh, Chuck Cook, who's in there. Hello there. Uh, Omar Hassa saying um, uh, maybe they want to get started at CCI, seeing as this is the 50th show and they want it to go off without any problems. That's not a bad note. Uh, it is obviously the, the big anniversary this year. Um, Andrew Dickinson is someone who's been paying very close attention to this element, that the, uh, the taxes uh, for flights into the U.S., have gone up dramatically, uh, making it an extortionate um, thing to do uh, for next year. And uh, thankfully, the flights have dropped, but the taxes are still uh, incredibly high. Um, looking here, he's seen he's spotted £670 Heathrow to LAX. That's not bad uh, compared to uh, recent years. But uh, considering that we were looking anywhere between uh, the taxes going from £99 to something like £150-£200, uh, it's just uh, it's just gone slightly nuts in terms of the taxes, right? Um, possibly, um, but can can Brexit? Apparently, the taxes Brexit? have gone up not just for the UK. Yeah, um, it's across the board. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, taxes for Canada and Mexico through the roof. Where's that come from? Who knows? Somebody clearly has some, huh. uh, and we'll, that's a whole other podcast, and we won't even get into that. So, huh. uh, 
Indeed. Politics, the weather, and football. Oh, my. Stay yes. away. Stay politics. away, man. Stay, Stay away. away from politics. Right, so let's... Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's no fantasy cook football. Uh, there's the right kind of football. Everyone's getting into that. We can do the right kind of football. Really. Fine. You're moving on. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> Chain Gypsy. Um, Moving on. to introduce yourself, because we've had you on the show before, but just in case anyone uh, missed those earlier episodes... Let us know who you are. Uh, tell us about um, what got you into creating ice. Long one. 40 minutes worth. Talk. Okay. Well, do you want the short story or the long story with that one? Oh, God. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, ice is predominantly um, a show that is all about the comics. Um, when, um, when I stopped doing Bix back in 2011, um, I had a little break from doing shows and I wanted to sort of prove to myself really that the ideas I had for a show, uh, the format and the type of guests and the events that we have, I wanted to sort of prove to myself that these ideas could work. So ice was sort of my way of doing that really. Um, and I like to think that in some small way that has happened, you know? Uh, we've managed to create um, a nice little reputation for ourselves as a comics-only, um, very well-produced event. Um, and it's always going to be sort of an international event uh, with international guests, but it's also very what much a British kind of event as well, um, to celebrating you know, the uh, homegrown talent. I mean, certainly when I um, seriously started going into uh, comic conventions, Obviously, you had um, a lot of... Uh, there was a very serious divide between comics only and the pop culture conventions. Uh, and also, you had your little fandoms as well, your Star Trek conventions, your Star Wars shows as well. But there was this kind of like, never the twain will meet. Was that still the case when you got started? Is, was it very much a case of you knew that there was this definite line uh, between what you wanted to do and what everyone else was wanting to do? Well, things have developed a lot over the last five years, I think, with conventions. Um, and when I first started back in 2006, there was, there was, no, there was only one convention in the UK. Um, now there's 150 or something like that. Um, so it really has, in, in a very short, relatively short space of time, exploded. Um, and I think that, I mean, to answer your question, the... The landscape is, is, is dramatically different now, yes. Uh, even when we started ICE, back then, uh, the, the media shows were only sort of, you know, starting to grow to where they are now. Um, and it's changed in the last five years dramatically as well. It's almost, almost an exponential growth um, in shows in general, not just comic shows, media shows, as you say, the, the, the fan shows like the Star Trek, and then you'll get even more specialized shows. I mean, there's Walker Stalker, you know, which is huge, which is just for Walking Dead. Now, obviously, that's a that's a, a, a candle burning bright, but it's only going to short burn for a short amount of time. You know, how long is that fandom going to generate that sort of interest? I don't know. Uh, but at the moment, it's absolutely massive. And it's the same with some of the other uh, smaller shows as well. Um, so where do we fit in with that? You know, we, we're about comics. We're not about um, any specific TV show. We're not about any specific genre. We're about a medium. So what we're doing is something very, very different to all those shows. 
Um, but I think there has, there has developed a divide, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Um, and I don't know what you guys think, but to me, um, I think there's something for everyone. And that's a good thing. That there are shows that cater for so many different sections of fandom now. Um, and I think just defining that and shows making people aware of what they are and what they do is the important part. I think if you just put yourself as I'm a Comic-Con, then that doesn't really tell people anything about what you are. So I think it's really important when you're promoting your event to make it clear, are you about comics? Are you about The Walking Dead? Are you about Star Trek? Are you about manga? You know, as things get more and more specialised and fandoms well, is that get, also get kind bigger of, um, uh, and more specialised, I think it's, we, we as organisers have to react to uh, When it comes to the ownership of names uh, and also, like you say, just defining what you are, uh, which is why I've always been um, impressed with, say, uh, MCON here in the UK. They've never turned around and said that they are a Comic-Con. They've always turned around and said they are a media show. Um, and like you say with yours, it's Comics Expo. It's right there in the title. It tells people what it's all about. Uh, I mean, Alyssa, I mean, you've kind of heard there the idea of how the British um, landscape has evolved, certainly over the last, say, seven, ten years. I mean, has that been, has it, did it, are we kind of reflecting the American landscape in that regard? Or are we playing catch up to, your, uh, to the, the US model? I'm not sure which one came first. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say because our cultures are so intertwined. However, um, I I applaud the the move to defining conventions, comic cons further because I think we are so oversaturated with cons that it gives um, somebody who's who may not be interested in media uh, you know oh a comic focused convention like San Diego Comic Fest or ICE it gives me a place that's where I want to go I don't want to go to the MCM or the um, the Wizard World you know those those types of things. So I think they're they're growing simultaneously. That's my my guesstimate. Uh, feel free, people, to to jump in on the chat and let me know yes, whether or not my uh, here, um, <laughs> assessment is uh, correct. Our assessment, I should say, I mean, is correct. Yeah, we do have We'd shows in the UK hearing. which do cater to both, and I think the MCM certainly is the uh, the best known brand for that. Um, in combining both and uh, to be fair MCM have been mo known more as a media show uh, here in the UK although that is getting shifted uh, as reflected by their guest list certainly at London um, Omar Hassan saying you do forget you forget cosplay um, uh, geeky girls and unhealthy amounts of soda yes that is a very important part to a convention bad food that I understand I appreciate that um <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see just to point just to enough, point I, out omar I, is I, sir lester of smeg he's on his work account so yes that was like oh yes thank you thank you so much for letting us know um I, cool. yeah 
<laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, uh, Sir Lester of Smeg. Um, I will say, just to add to this point, um, I am I'm thinking about going to Long Beach Comic Con um, next uh, next weekend. Um, I asked a couple of my comics friends um, whether or not they were going. Wow. And okay. they both responded that's, to that's, me that's saying, no, that's a cosplay con. Save your money. When, when, <laughs> when, when, I mean, we're, we're used to so seeing just, fans you know, getting, yeah, I, that, that's why, like really yeah, yeah, branching into exactly. uh, their own individual corners of the world. But when conventions start doing it, it's uh, when we're really starting mm -hmm. to kind of like get into the macro of things. Well, I would not say Long Beach Comic Con is a cosplay con. That's their perception of it. It has a big science component, which is what I'm, of course, attracted to. Um, and it, so there are other attractions. It's just that's their perception. And when you start marketing yourself like as one mean, or the other, you automatically do cut out, Shane, returning to ICE, um, you know, some people. Comics Expo. When you first started the show, did, was it important mm -hmm. to have that international aspect? Were you able to actually do that in your first couple of yeah. years? What was what was the kind of the guest lineup, the the landscape of the first couple of ice shows? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so yeah, straight from the beginning. I mean, with the name was International Comic Expo, so if, it, it has to do what it says on the tin, you know. If I didn't have international guests, it would be a bit of a, a bit wrong, wouldn't it? Um, so, yeah, um, <laughs> the first show was 2014, I think, for ICE. Um, <laughs> it does, it's, a, it's a while now, isn't it? It's four years. Gosh. Um, so, yeah, we had Steve Rude come over. Um, he was our sort of big American name, I guess, a bit of a legend. And he was a great guest. Um, but I remember actually talking to Steve years before ICE about him coming over and we tried to make it work and it didn't work for years. And then that year it all came together. Uh, but I remember I had to spend an absolute fortune on his flight. I, are you talking about flights? I mean, they have gone up considerably. Um, over, but I've been very lucky actually this year. I've managed to find a couple of, you know, a few I'm curious actually, because I'm wondering if it's the but, same um, approach that but, say, yeah, I mean, God, or, it was expensive to bring him over, but he was worth every penny. Or really anyone was. else that gets international um, guests. How do you sell it to the um, talent? Is it a case of, yes, come over for the um, for the convention, fine. But do you want to come over for a week? Well, it's, it's, here's a, a English holiday for you. For, you know, stay a couple of days and enjoy, go down to London, see, yeah, go up to, yeah. Is it a case of you have to, <laughs> do, do you sell it as more of a package holiday, as it were? Yeah. Well, yeah, there is a little bit of that, to be honest. I mean, some of the guys are quite happy to fly in and fly out. Um, but some want to see London. Some um, Joe Rubenstein went over to Paris when he came here because it's a really cheap way for them to go to Paris as well or to anywhere else in Europe or Ireland. A lot of the American guys like to visit places like Dublin um, and Cork. So it's a really cheap way. For, we'll pay for their flight over here. All they've got to do is get on a ferry, you know. So there are 
attractions, you know, other than the beautiful city of Birmingham. Um, so um, it, there are ways of getting people over. Um, and, you know, you have to use a little it's bit of charm bribery, sometimes. Um, and, and um, I, you know, that's some, a secret, and I'm not uh, going to tell anyone with how I do that. It, which, um, so you're just going to have to take my word for it. About. He likes to keep <laughs> that one to himself. Um, I mean, we were talking before we came on uh, air about, say, for example, uh, Donny Cates, uh, who's here. And it doesn't seem like he's leaving the UK anytime soon. Uh, he's, he, I mean, he was uh, here for um, the NICE convention uh, this weekend just gone. I know that he's doing some things... Um, over the next couple of weeks, I know he's doing some yeah. uh, uh, like a store appearance or two. He's doing um, MCM Scotland. That's... He seems to be having an extended European stay, and I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if so he's go. going so back. That'll, that'll, that'll you know, but I will, I will say, Donny, if you're listening. Come to Birmingham. Um, let's have a look at look one or two we'll uh, comments. I mean, if there are any comments about the UK uh, landscape, maybe any uh, uh, Americans that are watching that want to know how uh, the UK conventions uh, kind of uh, are lining up, because things are definitely changing here in the UK when it comes to how conventions are done. I mean, what would you what would you say? Oh, go on, Alyssa. Go for it. Sure. Uh, Chuck Cook brings up an interesting point. Um, it's, it's a bit up on the the, uh, the chat. The thing that he worries about is con burnout. Small cons are aw awesome, but here in SoCal, there's one almost every we weekend. Are, we are if you're going to go to one this well. weekend, then um, you're not going to go to another one next weekend. It's just there's too many. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that assessment. To be honest, myself, um, mm -hmm. it, it's uh, it is getting very, very crowded now, and you just you just have to offer something different to everybody else because there's a lot of cons that just follow a formula, um, and it's the same formula at every con. You go there, and it's the same guests, it's the same events with the same titles in the same sort of venues and i think you just have to think a little bit outside the box and offer something okay, so, I mean, a little bit different you... and you have to put your personality and your passion into your event um which <laughs> is something that we've always prided ourselves on because you, you can I, tell i mean tell me if i'm wrong I actually, you know. <laughs> yeah i actually went to a volunteer meeting for san diego comic fest it's an it's a smaller you know kind of niche comic focused convention here in socal and um it it happens in the early spring so this this volunteer meeting was uh six to eight months prior to the show and what they were asking for is ideas for panels um so it didn't become as you know like you were saying the formula um so that that's that seems to be one of the ways that smaller conventions are setting themselves different than the formulaic cons you know of asking you know the locals asking the volunteers asking the 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 knowledge base of the people that are putting the show on hey what would you like to see who do you want to see um, you know, it, uh, it, they, they do an interesting thing with, um, uh, 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 a law, you know, I think the last time they had, uh, a panel 
uh, the X-Men, <laughs> you know, whether or not they, they, they should have rights or not. I, I um, so they had I, a lot of I interesting little quirky panels, which changed a lot. Uh, I'm not sure where I was going with this, but I, I trust that Leonard <laughs> can take, take over. Going to American conventions that their focus is on the panels. It's the interaction and seeing something on talk, hearing someone talking on stage at length about a, su a subject and a number of topics whereas here in the UK the conventions were more about face-to-face -face interactions lining up to actually meet for however brief to talk to somebody walk away with whatever they managed I mean if it was a smaller convention you got maybe 10-15 minutes with somebody if it's a big ones obviously get seconds get something signed and away here in the UK they, they, they were starting to see more conventions like ICE putting on panels and putting on more talk based talk based content um i mean what what would you say when did you see that actually becoming a thing for uh, for yourself and also for uk cons uh, shane um well for me it was always right from the start to be honest it's what separated our events from a lot of the other events even when i was doing bix um james and i all you know with a lot of thought goes into it and we try and get the best guests and and the best hosts you know um god that was creepy um, <laughs> but um, we, we did and, and i remember i remember you know, years ago about 2007 we had mike minola over and um and we were lucky enough also to have um uh Duncan Fagredo in the building as well. So we deliberated and we we took ages writing the the, the you know the write-up for the event, how we were going to sell it and what, what the content was going to be, talking to Mike and Duncan about what they were going to talk about. Because we didn't want to just put them in a room and say, There you go, go for it. We wanted to have an idea of what was going to happen. And 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 we've carried that through and I've carried that through with ICE. Um I'd spend a lot of time talking to guys like um, Barry and Dave at Geek Syndicate about how we're going to plan the events that we do with them. They always do like a chat show event at ICE. And a lot of thought goes into that. So I think from day one, that's been really important for us. I don't think it's something that has developed. Maybe we, you know, we sort of spearheaded the idea, um, perhaps. Um, but it's always been there for us. It's always been very important. And it always will be. When know. it comes to the guest list, I mean, like I say, you've gotten some fantastic guests over the years, especially from uh, the international comic scene. But what I've always found interesting is with ICE, that the people that come to the show are actually as as much as, if not more, interested in the local talent, in the UK uh, talent. And you really go out to uh, really kind of champion the uk talent here and uh, that you you bring over i mean have you seen that shift at all that you you've seen the 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 brits being more represented because you've always been a, a big supporter of say phoenix and of um 2008 for example yeah i think it's really and we'll always have creators from the british comics at the show um that's always very important especially 2008 especially the beano uh, comics like that. Now we know that some fans, you know, don't haven't got an interest in that, um, but a lot have, and it's also very interesting for people who aren't, you know, uh, hardened comic fans. 
you know, these well-known British institutions, they need to be represented. So, and, and, and I do find as well that some of these guys, like you say, will get just as big a cues. Um, I mean, um, Glenn Fabry last year at uh, Birmingham had a huge queue of fans. Um, and it surprised me, to be honest. It did. I mean, no disrespect to Glenn. You know, he's a fantastic, internationally renowned artist. But I've been to cons before um, where I've spent half an hour chatting to him at his table because there's nobody there. Um, so it, I think there has been not a shift, but I think people are starting to realise the wealth of talent that we've actually got in this country. Um, and we'll always showcase it at ICE. Excellent. Um, like I say, if there's any questions, do jump in, because what I do want to get into, as well as talking about ICE, is just the general landscape of uh, comic conventions uh, in the UK. So uh, do have any questions uh, that you have. Also, how it kind of uh, ties in with the US conventions as well. I do want to talk about the way that you've gone from expanding from the Birmingham show to the other shows as well, um, because you do run two other satellite shows. If you could tell us a little bit about those. Well, it's been it's been an interesting twelve months or so actually with the other shows because we did the one in Margate which you were at, um, we, and I think to be honest that was panel wise that was probably one of the best shows we've ever done. Uh, the quality of panels that we had there. Unfortunately, Margate wasn't uh, particularly busy. Um, I don't know whether it was because of the location or whether because it clashed with something else. But it wasn't our busiest show, um, so um, I have made the decision that it won't return. Uh, which is a shame because, it, you know, like I say, Gorgeous the actual content well. of the event. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing venue. I loved working with those guys. Um, they were absolutely fantastic, really professional, beautiful venue. And the Margate people, the, the community there was so supportive. You know, the comic shops, uh, the fans, all the different people. I'm just going to get okay. rid of a call. Somebody's <laughs> trying to fire me. That's okay. Sorted. Um, and, uh, and it's a shame that we just didn't get the turnout to make it uh, worth our while. Um, so we, we we will be cutting that one out. But it was a good experience, and I mean, I'm glad I, really I did enjoyed it. it as well. Because down um, in that so, corner of the world, uh, you do have some incredible talent down there. And the chance for me to get to speak to Cy Spurrier, uh, I mean, that was worth my journey time alone. That was awesome to get to, to talk to Cy because I mean, uh, he's just had his Sandman book released. He's got the first episode uh, or first issue of uh, Sandman. Um, universe, oh no, Sandman, the actual, the, his section of the Sandman thing come out this week. So looking forward to, to reading that. So no, just to get to speak, to speak to him was just amazing. But also just like you say, the other talent that you, you got down there was uh, uh, very special. But then you've also got the Brighton show as well. That's right. Now Brighton was, went pretty well uh, last year. So we're having another crack at it this year. It's, it's good just to take, you know, take the joy, take the comics to other places as well as Birmingham. Uh, so we're having another crack at Brighton this year. We've got some interesting people coming along to that. Actually, I think Glenn Fabry is one of our guests for that. Um, so he, he, he's he got uh, friends in Brighton, so it was an easy sell. Um, uh, Rachel Smith as well is going to that one. And uh, um, Maria Laura Sanapo and uh, Marco Santucci. They're going to be there. Um, so we've got some really cool people coming along to that. So I'm really excited about it. And once uh, Birmingham's over and done with, we're going to start really sort of plugging 
Brighton, so you'll hear a lot more about it in, in the next the uh, few weeks. Times to these events? I mean, obviously Birmingham is the big one, so that's I can imagine from the moment that the doors shut mm. on Birmingham uh, on the Monday, you're pretty much off to the races to the next one. What's the lead-up time for say the, the smaller satellite shows? Well, to be honest, I mean Brighton is almost as big as Birmingham these days, so it's I've been working on it since the last one really. Um, behind the scenes, I haven't done much pr promotion for it, but uh, because I've been concentrating on the on Birmingham, but the, I've been doing a lot of work on it. So the lead time, I'd like to have at least a year for any event, preferably more, but it tends to be only a year because you finish one event and then you start work on the next year, you know. So, it, but you do work as well, sort of in advance of that. You might talk to a few guests, for instance. I mean, I was talking to Carl Potts about coming over two years before he actually came over, you know, because you have to, you know, get the dates right. You have to make sure that they're available. Some of these guys like to work in advance. Some of them don't like to work in advance and they'll ring you a month before the show and say, yes, I'm available. I can do it. And by then, you've, you know, you've spent your budget and it's like, well, actually, uh, I don't want to say no, but so that can be a bit awkward. Um, but yeah, you have to sort of give yourself as much lead time as possible, at least a year, I would say. I've heard of people organising cons in, you know, two or three months. Uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how they do that. I don't. I don't know how they do uh, that. I, I, I <laughs> want to talk about uh, Birmingham in terms of uh, the lineup. Can you give us a? Uh, can you give us the elevator pitch? Go on then, if you want to sell. Go on then, sellers Birmingham. Who's yeah, coming um, without mentioning my name once? <laughs> well, we we have got you know some international guests as always. So from Spain, we've got uh, Carlos Escara, the um, legendary co-creator of Judge Dredd. I don't really think I need to tell anyone that, but just in case, um, Alessandro Vitti is coming back um, over to the UK for us. Um, just been talking to him this weekend about his flight. Um, so he, he's uh, done some great work for Marvel and DC. And I'm looking forward to seeing him again because he's a really I'll nice guy as well. We on because I did the Q&A for uh, Alessandro <laughs> in Brighton. And it was, it, was, it was just as I, um, Iceman was about to you come did, out. You did, yeah. There'd been a lot of um, lead up to that, a lot of controversy about um, Iceman being very much um, openly gay. Uh, that it was just it was a lot of um interest and furore about yeah. we're now talking past the book has been it's now coming to the, the final issues i believe uh, as we speak so it'd be interesting to talk to him about that the life yeah. of that book yeah. as it's gone through yeah yeah it'd be an interesting uh, retrospective actually because there was a lot of press interest at the time i remember and a big deal was made about it and uh, sometimes for all the wrong reasons you know there's a lot. There's some negative press, and it's a shame because it was a nice book. Um, so yeah, we've also got um, Rodney Ramos coming over from the states. Um, looking forward to seeing him again. Uh, he's always good entertainment. Um, and but as I say, the UK is very well represented as always. And because it's the Beano uh, 80th anniversary this year, we've gone to a bit of an effort to invite um, a few Beano artists along. And we're going to do a special panel celebrating the Beano uh, with some of their sort of key artists over the years. So we've got the current Dennis the Menace artist, um, uh, Nigel um, 
Rich, not Richardson, that's Ian. Uh, Nigel Parkinson, get it right, Shane. Um, he's going to be there. Uh, Lou Stringer, as always, um, absolute legend of the industry. Uh, Laura Howell um, hasn't done ice yet, I don't think. So I think this will be her first. She's done some big shows for me over the years, but I don't think she's ever been to ice, so I think this is going to be her first one. So she's going to be involved in that. And also the legendary Hunt Emerson, who uh, who I've not seen for quite a while, so it'd be really nice to catch up with him. Um, so that's going to be our Bino panel. So just that alone is sort of a bit of a star-studded affair. Um, but also we've got writers like... Um, uh, writers i say artists i should say um ian as i mentioned earlier ian richardson uh he's going to be there uh staz johnson uh, ben oliver david roach phil winslade i mean it just goes on really john davis I'm hunt hu- and this is going to be his first ice as a man. guest Huge fan of that. You man. put your finger uh, up. If you get the chance, um, everyone, if you've yeah. not checked out his book, which he's doing with Warren Ellis, uh, which is The Wild Storm, it's jaw-dropping stuff. Um, I, I'm a huge, a, um, huge uh, John fan. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, I mean, the artwork is, is, is really nice, isn't it? It's uh, he's, he's got a certain quality to his art that you don't often see in the... Uh, in, in sort of British comics, actually. And it's sort of, it's almost got a European uh, quality to it. And it's really nice stuff, really nice stuff. So I'm looking forward to him, uh, welcoming him as, as the first, uh, to his first ice. And then obviously we've got John Wagner as well, um, representing the writers, John Wagner, um, and also Ian Edgington. Um, so it's great to have John and Carlos in the building at the same time. I mean, we've managed to do that once before, but it doesn't happen that often. That's going to be a lot uh, so of fun. for the judge, uh, everything just kind of like really talk about that. Uh, the the lifespan of uh, 2000 AD and how it's transformed into the book it is today. Uh, they were there at the formative start. They've always been outspoken about certain periods in the 2000 AD history. Uh, so uh, it's it's going to be fun to actually hear them talk. So that's going to be cool. Um, do you have any questions, <laughs> Alyssa, before we dive into? Uh, slightly bigger uh, topics because okay well in that case we'll dive into this then because um, I'm going to put a scenario to you which I spotted at uh, MCM uh, London last year Uh, this was when uh, Reed Pop had literally just taken on um, MCM they hadn't even announced it really Um, uh, so back in this was in November um, they then got the first proper show in London where it was under the uh, the Repop banner and they got themselves four amazing guests to come over. Um, uh, we're talking Jeff Darrow. We're talking legends here. But what was really interesting in the comics uh, village area, while the rest of the aisles were absolutely rammed uh, with people checking out the UK talent and uh, say getting sketches done for five pounds and headshots for twenty, they would then come round the corner and see um, these uh, incredible uh, t- uh, artists, um, Ken Lashley, Jeff Darrow, etc., and seeing two hundred pounds or one hundred and fifty pounds for a headshot and just going really who who, who do, uh, and moving on. Do you think that there is? this kind of like possibility that you can go too big with your guests to kind of like shrink out the rest of the rest of the people that have been invited. I mean, how do you find that balance yourself when it comes to putting 
your shows together. You know, kind of like bri- bridging that gap, as it were. Well, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think it's a case of those guests being too big. Um, I think it's a case of the the fans who attend MCM in general not being fully aware of who those guests probably are. Um, you know, MCM, until recently, has been predominantly uh, a media and a manga event. So the people it attracts aren't necessarily comics fans. And it's quite a young demographic as well at MCM. So they might not remember the work of Jeff Darrow, for example. Um, so th- it's difficult for them to see why they should spend, you know, maybe £200 on a sketch. Um, but I don't think that's because the, the guests are too big. Uh, I don't think, that, you know, you can, I don't think you have to worry about, you know, somebody charging £20 and somebody else charging £200. I think there's always yeah. going to be, um, that's, that's the, you that's know, that term. sort of, uh, that's the term. you know, pecking order, pecking if you like. Order, I think it's definitely the, um, the term which possible. And you get what you pay for I mean, at the for end example, of the day. Um, last year at uh, Birmingham, you had uh, the excellent John mm. Tyler Christopher uh, joining you. Uh, did you see a, 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 not a disconnect? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a word that would kind of work with that. Like I say, that distancing between... The other guests that were at uh, the, that would be tabling at an artist alley here in the UK, and you'll be uh, a guest, a headliner like John Tyler Christopher. There's always a line to tread, isn't there? Um, I mean, John Tyler was um, well, he's, he's a big name in certain circles, but there, there are people who've never heard of him, you know. And, um, and as it happened, as far as I remember correctly, he sketched for free as well, which is, no, it was constant. I mean, the guy, he's, he's sort of an anomaly, really, um, because he, he did everything for free. Um, he was he was just a great guest because um, he gave so much of his time. He cares so much for the fans and he cares so much for their experience. So he was a perfect fit for ICE because... He totally bought into us and what we are about, you know, which is which is creating that experience for the fans, uh, creating that magic, that feeling that they're somewhere special. They're going to meet some special people who are really talented, and and John just fit right into that. Um, not not everybody does, you know. Um, we've had some guys asked to come over, and they've said, "Oh yeah, my commission list starts at you know three hundred pounds." I can do five commissions a day. So that's not really going to add to the experience of the thousand people that might turn up and want to meet you. You know, they just want a quick sketch. That's all they want. And most people are pretty happy to pay pretty good money for that quick sketch. Um, so we, we don't, we're not always, we, we've actually, I wouldn't say we've refused people, but I've not encouraged some of those people to come over because I don't think they're a fit for ice as big a name as they might be. Um, I don't think they're going to sort of fit in with our ethos. Um, saying that, I will never say never. You know, at the right year, at the right time, for instance, with the with the people, for instance, with the with the people who go to these shows, and um, I think you know, for example, Jeff Darrow would have a huge queue at Ice. You know, it would be constant um, because the people who come to Ice love comics. And, and and we've created that over the years. You know, the people who come to ICE are the people who love the comics and who love reading the comics. Um, 
and and in the same way that MCM have created their crowd, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with either one. Um, what they're trying to do now to sort of bring comics in, I think it's great actually that they're doing that. Um, I'm wondering if it's it's something that they're trying to um, fill a space that was left by a London Super Comic Con, perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. Because a lot of Congo is a very London-centric. They only go to London events. So maybe they do see that there's a void there. Um, and But also, you know, they've been brought by Repop. So Repop are, you know, they've always been into comics, you know. And they've always, they've had that address book. They have that, um, that pull, as it were. So why not utilise it? I think it's a really worthy experiment. Um, and I think that a lot of comics fans will now give it a go and and they should go and they should support the, the artists who are coming over and and show them that you know uk fans are interested in their work um whether or not that happens i don't know um we'll see um, it's like you say it is a big a big experiment i'm um, like i say i think um Scotland is very much like we've seen with recent shows with uh, and a couple of headliners, um, mm. which they've uh, got uh, coming over. You've got Donny Cates uh, here in the country anyway. Uh, <laughs> you've got yourself, uh, Brian Azzarello, who's going to be here. But yeah, the guest list for London, it's immense. It's not just, we're talking people who deserve the title legend. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's going to be very, it's, I think this one's going to be the experiment and I'm hoping it doesn't kind of, fail on them if uh, that makes any kind of sense okay um we were talking earlier about the the way that uh, conventions do seem to be filling the calendar each and every weekend um and you 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 kind of express that kind of concern as well about uh, possible con burnout um how do you see organizers combating that how do you i mean can you see can you see conventions kind of joining forces to kind of narrow the the calendar down to make it um, more um, appealing for um, people here in the UK or just generally? Um, can you see consolidations happening or is it more a case of, no, we're doing our thing to let everyone else do theirs? You do you as it were. Well, I think, I mean, I, I sort of touched on your question a little bit before about, you know, uh, cons having to adapt, but, I think your point about consolidating and, and, and joining forces, that's quite an interesting one because that's definitely something that I've considered. Because um, the thing is, you do have every organiser has their own vision about what they want to do. So you can only really work with somebody else who shares a similar vision. They've got to have the same values. They've got to want to achieve the same thing. Um, otherwise, you're just going to end up arguing about what you're doing, you know, and that's never going to work. Um so yeah, I mean, I have I have thought about that, and I am actually working with another organizer uh, on a possible event next year. Um, well, I say possible event; it's almost ninety nine percent going to happen. Um, so yeah, is, is, I think is, is that a, is, is an option. Is this an exclusive? <laughs> well, it could be. I'm not sure. I can say anything. Fair enough. Because um, it's not official yet. But I'll I'll make sure you get the scoop when it happens. Fair enough. Fair okay. Enough. Um, but yeah, I am going to work with another organizer on a new event next year. So that that is something I've considered. It's something I'm going to do. Um, and I think that other organizers do need to look at that possibility. If you pull your resources and if you have the same 
um, values and you want to achieve the same things. For example, you know, I can see a few cons that could work together, um, like Thought Bubble and the Lakes, for example, could work together. Um, I've, I've offered to, to, to sort of guest share with people. Um, I've, I've shared, actually, a guest with uh, London Super Comic Con uh, on one occasion. Dan Slot uh, last year, we we shared the cost, you know, and I think if you can do that, I think it's better for the fans because they're more likely to be able to, you know, if you pull your resources, you can bring more people over. So yeah, I think that's a really good uh, idea. Certainly something I'm open to, but I know a lot of organisers won't be open to that idea because you know it's their baby; they want to do it their way. Uh, but sometimes you can't be pressured. Sometimes you've got to let things slide, and you've got to think of the bigger picture, you know, well, what do I actually want to achieve? Do I, you know, is it, I am just achieving something for myself or am I trying to achieve something for the community, the larger community? That's why I always you know? find it interesting when I do see convention organisers at other conventions, because it's almost like, ah, oh, right, okay, so you're just checking out the competition then. Um, so I always find that, find that <laughs> interesting. I mean, what, what's your take usually when you see, say, someone like uh, uh, Jeff, uh, Chital coming through uh, the door at ICE. <laughs> well, Jeff's been coming to my shows for, since the beginning, I think. Since 2000, 2007, I think, was the first one he came to. Um, and he's always... Oh, he's so cheeky. I remember the first time he came to... The first time he came to one of my shows, I remember he had this white suit on, and I remember thinking, what does he look like? And he came into my show and he, and he tried to sort of, um, he wanted to come into the VIP party, but he hadn't paid for a ticket, I don't think. And he was like, oh, go on, let us in, let us in. And I remember thinking, who is this guy? He's a cheeky sod. And um, yeah, I just struck up a friendship with him, really. And because he is very cheeky, but he's very funny and he loves his comics and he's very genuine and he's a very good guy. And a lot of people, they meet Jeff and, and they think, oh, he's a bit of a white boy, isn't he? Um, but he's he's such a good genuine guy and he's helped me out so many times with ice a lot of people don't know that um you know he's helped me out with driving guests from airports and and just been really supportive you know and uh and given me ideas uh helped me share the news um exhibited at ice you know um so so you know some organizers you like to see them at your show you know because they're friends and I would say most, actually. Um, I never think of other Comic-Con organisers as competition as such. I I'd much rather like to think of it as we're all trying to do the same thing and uh, let's let's just try and do the best job I, I we can, you know? I mean, if I was in this for the... I if I, I, if I wanted... Uh, sorry, the, go on. Uh, thought of Thought Bubble and Lakes working together, considering that they um, have fought well, for the same Council Arts grant and they've made... No bones about um, how competitive <laughs> they are about uh, each other's events. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's a need to be competitive with. If you're doing a real comics convention that's about comics, you shouldn't be competing with each other. You should be working together. You know. I mean, if we, if I was in this for the money, I'd be doing something else. You know, you don't make money. It's not a money thing. Is what you'd be. Um, maybe you'd be it is for some people. Is what you'd be. Sorry, <laughs> I'm already yeah, a rock star. What are you on about? Available at, in my um, head. What's the website for Cosmic Rays? 
got, I don't think we've okay, even got fine, a proper no website. <laughs> um, we've got a Bandcamp page. We do it for fun, you know. To have a band play on um, the but it's uh, of a convention, so, so there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's how it started. That's how Cosmic Ray started. Was um, you know, let's get a comics band together. It wasn't called Cosmic Rays then; it was called something else, and it was all different people. I wasn't even a member of the band, but yeah, that's where it all originated from in 2006. The idea of let's get some comic creators together and form a band. And that was it. The rest is history, you know. Who did think that? I mean, good grief. Okay, um, so we've got a couple of questions that have come in. Um, well, actually, it's more comments more than anything. Super Catchick is saying, as an attendee, I think it's really important to create an identity and stick with it. I hate when a con isn't getting the numbers they want and they start changing what makes their event unique. I'm guessing that's a big challenge as well. Mm. It is, it is. I mean... This is what this is another reason I've done events in different towns because it means that I can change the way I do events and experiment a bit. Um, like we had a few movie people at Margate, um, which didn't do us any harm at all because it was a different type of event. Um, it is very important, um, I think, to keep your identity and to keep, you know, what makes you unique. Um, a nice Birmingham. We've always wanted to keep it about comics. Um, and so we always will, and and, and the, the events and all that sort of thing. So uh, I, 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 I totally agree well. with yes, um, the guy uh, <laughs> who or, or girl. I don't know. It's a girl. Sorry. Cool. Excellent. Uh, but I totally agree with her. I do. Oh, I do have. Um, I do. I, I'm sorry to interrupt Shane and and Leonard. We have. Um, I. We've got about five minutes left to go in the show. And I do have a big announcement that I need to make no um, before the end of the show. Oh, um, a, like I yeah, said, yeah, I am sorry, Leonard. Uh, for coming on the show and also uh, kind of uh, allow people to find out more about ICE themselves. Where's the best place for people to go to find out about this year's show? Um, the best place is to go is probably um, our main website, which is thecomicsshow.co.uk. And you can also find us on uh, Facebook um, at Ice Comic Con. A panel there. I'm also going to be attending the Comics Uncovered um, event the following day on the Sunday. It's going to be a fun weekend, I think. And I will be bringing a live a report from the show uh, like we do each year. So looking yeah. forward to that. Shane, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Lee, for joining us today. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah, We'll let you get off and enjoy the rest of your Sunday, sir. Thank you for having me, Leonard. Brilliant. Cheers. Thank you Thanks. Bye, sir. Joining us. Right. Um, so uh, I've got a couple of things as well, but we'll let Alyssa do uh, hers first. Away you go, Alyssa. Um, this is my last show. Just to... Uh, sorry. <laughs> Just to let everybody know. I um, I have this whole thing written out. Um, I, as everybody knows, uh, this past year has been very tumultuous for me, to say the least. Uh, I've divorced my husband of twenty years, got eighteen year my eighteen year old out of the nest, moved across country through all of this. The hangout and all of its viewers have been the one constant um, and escape from the stress 
and anxiety of what was going on around me. For, and for that, I will always be very grateful. Um, I've often used the term, and I forget who first coined it, <laughs> um, our weekly therapy session. And uh, that went double for me. Um, it was really a touchstone. Uh, folks didn't probably didn't know that I've been on anti-anxiety meds for the past couple of years. So having the touchstone of like-minded friends was huge, and I really appreciate it. Um, but since I've arrived in San Diego, um, the transitions have continued. Um, I'm finally starting to look forward, um, following my gut, and figuring out what the next step is will be. So far, I have landed in some pretty excellent situations. Uh, great house. Um, just love the loves love being in san diego um it's all kind of ironic because i've always been a hyper planner um and i have to give my son props for encouraging me not to plan and to go just to go with the flow um he didn't put it like that uh you having known my son i think some of you are having known my son you'll you'll know that but he, it didn't diminish the message, um, trust the force, Luke, is <laughs> perhaps one that everybody will understand. Um, when moving out here, I thought I'd be more social, going to comics-related events every weekend. Um, I think we touched on that earlier. But that hasn't been the case. And I actually have found myself drifting away from comics and the surrounding promotions and conventions. And I've been more excited by, by classes at a local community college um, com in computer admin and with some coding. Um, since I can't really add to the conversations on the Cup of Tea Hangout, um, since it's more comic-related and convention-related these days, I'm bowing out of doing the weekly show. I hope to be invited back on occasion for live reports or uh, doing a media show. Um, really excited about seeing uh, Searching this weekend, saw Operation... Um, uh, <laughs> saw the one about the, the, uh, the Nuremberg Trials. Uh, last week. So I am interested in the media shows and cooking shows and all of those sorts of things. But I can't be involved on a weekly basis going forward due to my intense class schedule. I'm scheduled myself in for about 35 hours of computer classes per week. Um, and this doesn't factor in homework. So I simply do not have the time to keep current on uh, convention related stuff. Um, in closing, I am tremendously excited by the next phase of my life um, and am thinking even about starting to wean myself off of the anxiety meds. But uh, Bud, <laughs> the, the bearded dragon and I are in a very good place and um, people will, as people will know, already know where to find me. Um, just feel free to reach out if you ever want to grab a beer or a bowl of pho or any of that sort of stuff. And I intend to chime in on occasionally on the chat from time to time. But I wanted to just let people know, uh, give people an understanding that I am in a good place and moving forward with my life um, because I won't be here.
uh, as often as I have been in the past. So that's, and I just wanted to say thank you to Leonard for every, the past uh, few years. It's been great. Um, thank you to everybody, uh, the fans. It's really been very important to me to have this. And you can tell how emotional uh, I am we will be about leaving, on, but I'm like going say, to a good place. Um, I mean, we've got some great so. shows coming up, which I am really looking forward to having you joining us back on. I know we're going to be speaking to uh, Mike Armstrong from New York Comic Con again, and I'm really looking forward to having you on to uh, talk to him about how New York is evolving. Um, but I, I mean, I know that when you've attended conventions, you've been really excited by shows like New York, which have had more science based um, elements to them. And I know that's a, a really big and important part of your life, the, 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 the science of, um, of the world and uh, how the world works. And I, I know that's really important to you. I just got some wonderful message on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not on um, the chat, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Super Kachik, thank you, and Sarita, and Chuck. Oh, you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, yes, I will be. Uh, you know, like I said, I hope to be doing some live live shows and, you know, coming on for on occasion. I just, I can't devote the time to the uh, the prep and the coming up with ideas and um, all of this. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say this, and Aaron from HallH.com. <laughs> Go for it. Go <laughs> we for may it. be coming back, Leonard, and doing a cooking series in January. <laughs> so just, you know, like I said, we still intend to be there. It, I still intend I to be around. It's just... I can't but, I mean, it, it devote sounded, the time to it that I was able to do it before. Leaving us and leaving the community so. altogether and leaving the hangout completely. And I absolutely, I, I want to say that you have an open invitation uh, whenever you feel that you want to come back on and uh, join us on a, a show that, um, like you say, there's a guest uh, that you want to talk to and talk with us. Because um, I, know, I know it's been difficult when uh, we've been having um, guests on where you haven't been able to kind of engage I, with them it's been awkward right exactly and that's my and that really is my point is that i can't um if i can't add to the conversation there's no point in me being here and my mind is elsewhere you know my mind is on the classes that i'm going to be taking and my future and um Unfortunately, it's it's not. I'm, I'm phasing out of right? conventions. Um, I'm still going to go to them. No, I still not. like friends, no, you know, like all of the people that I've met there. I live in San Diego. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, still going to be in San Diego, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and doing that, and and I want to go to Designer Con. I'm really hoping to go to Designer Con. That one has has really got my interest. Um, you know, so there there's a there's a few different things. I just, you know, there are other people that you could have as co-host Leonard who will be able to add more to the conversation than I will. And so I, you know, 
I trust that you can um, find them. And on occasion, I'll pop back in. And like I said, you know, not having to get up at 930 and get dressed on a Sunday morning is kind of a really neat thing. You know, like be laying in bed. I was laying in bed like at nine, nine o'clock this morning with a butt on my chest yeah. um, going, I would I really totally like get to it. not and get all up I can say right is, now. Um, <laughs> Don't be but a stranger. I had to. Don't be a stranger know? at all. I mean, like so. I say, the, the, the comment, comments that are coming in on the chat room are absolutely. Um, it's just, it's, it's great. Chuck Cook, I'm all about the cooking series. You should call the baking show Empire Bites Back. Thank you, Chuck. I, I, I like the title of that. <laughs> I need the most. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I don't bake. Okay. okay. Well, I, mean, I, I like love, say, we'll you know what, the Great British back. Baking I mean, Show, but I don't bake. Us. So I unfortunate. Don't um, we'll, we won't say goodbye. We'll just say <laughs> au revoir for now. We'll, we will have you back. We will have you back. So there we go. I know. I, I try try to avoid the best I can. To be honest. <laughs> There you go. Okay. Well, thank you. I mean, I, you don't do myself, the French well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I would like to say, like I said, um, it's been a pleasure having you as the, the co-host on the show. And the friendships been, that we've uh, established like say, are eternal. Road, and it's just been uh, a, a lot of fun uh, to travel it with you. It's just been, uh, it's just been, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. So thank you very much indeed uh, for helping me make the show what it is and that's all it is down to you so thank you mm -hmm. right well i wanted to i wanted i just wanted to give uh people an explanation Moving and a closure okay, a so that people on, i just up. didn't um, we're vanish over the, uh, so the, that's well, why last week yeah uh, running it for one Moving more on. week and we're announcing <laughs> a winner next um uh, Sunday, which is our cup of tea competition. It's to win a San Diego Comic-Con 2018 souvenir guide. This is the one with the uh, Marvel uh, anniversary, 10-year uh, anniversary artwork on the cover, which was revealed and released as a, uh, a Mondo print this year, uh, done by uh, UK artist Matt Taylor. Um, I'm actually going to be meeting up with Matt in the next couple of weeks. He's going to be signing it, and that's what we're going to be giving away, a signed copy by the artist of uh, the... Uh, um, San Diego Comic-Con Souvenir Guide for 2018. If you want to enter that, what you need to do is contact us via the Twitter, via Facebook, and uh, basically share your favourite Comic-Con memory. It can be video, it can be a picture, it can be a post. We've already had some fantastic entries so far. All you have to do is just post them either on our Facebook or on our Twitter using the hashtag CupOTCompetition. Um, like I say, it doesn't have to be San Diego Comic-Con either. It can be any convention at all your favorite memories of joining in with these fandoms that we love. Okay, so that's the competition. We announce the winner next Sunday. So please get your entries in as soon as you possibly can. Next week, we will be talking to two amazing groups of guests. Uh, we're going to be speaking to Paul and Jeff from Legion M, who had their first San Diego Comic-Con at the Harbour House restaurant, uh, taking that uh, venue over and showcasing what they're bringing to uh, the entertainment landscape with their crowdfunding uh, um, layouts, which uh, Legion M are developing. Very interesting to see what they uh, saw as their first San Diego Comic-Con and what they are intending to bring to uh, films, television and all the other uh, entertainments that they're wanting to do. It's an interesting company. 
fascinating company and I think they're two interesting guests that's Paul and Jeff and then we're going to be joined as well by Julie Tate um, uh, sorry uh, one of the members of Thought Bubble uh, fingers crossed uh, who's going to be joining us uh, because Thought Bubble takes place in two weeks time and we'll hopefully be joined by uh, a uh, a member of the team from Thoughtwall to talk about uh, the show that they're bringing to Leeds, which is one of the biggest shows, uh, which is comics-based uh, here in the UK. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, next week. Thankfully, uh, we will be uh, also joined by a returning co-host. Uh, we have Mark Serby, who's going to be uh, uh, joining us uh, next week. So he's going to be uh, uh, joining me, and uh, hopefully uh, you will join us as well. Alyssa? Where will people be able to find you online? Yes, I do apologise. The, the timing was fantastic, wasn't it? As I'm swallowing. <laughs> because I was... <laughs> Perfect. Um, people can always find me on Twitter at Friends of CCI. Or my personal Twitter, which is at Alyssa Franks. Um, that's primarily where I'm going to be posting things that are relevant to me. Um, sometimes I can get a little bit political. People will know that. But I try, I absolutely keep that off of the Friends of CCI posts. Um, Dan Berry um, people can also always find me on the forum and on the blog. And which is friends can, of cc.com uh, 10 15 minutes to uh, go i mean are you going to that are you may well i may i'll decide that's, probably that's on that's wednesday and uh, i'll let you know and yeah if the, i do uh, i uh, it would be quick um and because course, it's um, yeah for now we can <laughs> follow all that we're getting up to at an com. however uh, we are going to be shuttering that site uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, we are going to be relaunching and rebranding as a new site if you head to the convention collective on facebook i will be posting something in the next couple of days uh, to let you know exactly what that's all about Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Um, if you are supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash EnglishmanSCCC, in about 20 minutes' time, I'm going to be jumping on there and having the first of our Talking Con after show live streams on the Patreon page. Um, no idea how those work. Uh, no idea if people can actually communicate with us. Um, I don't know if it's just going to be me ranting into the void for anywhere between five and... 45 minutes who knows uh, but that's going to be starting about half past do join us for that on our patreon page if you're a supporter you should be able to see the live stream come up on that page thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, once again thank you very much indeed to Alyssa for uh, being uh, an amazing co-host over the last couple of years uh, really appreciated her, all of her contributions she really has made the show what it is and uh, yes thank you very much indeed for joining us back again next week 10 a.m pacific 1pm Eastern, 6pm GMT. We'll hopefully see you for next week's Talking Comic Con, or Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, certainly with our special guests, Paul and Jeff from Legion M. Do take care, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.